So, um, all right, so we're moving on to 103 now. Um, and you can see this one is called the Foundations of Faith, Christian Discipleship 103. I basically just kind of reworked something I taught years ago here. Um, and, uh, and we're going to take, take a look at this and you can, and, uh, let's maybe just introduce it and kind of familiarize ourselves with, uh, the study and, and what's in here. So hold on to this book. Don't lose it. Uh, you know, bring it back each week as, as we work through uh, the lesson. So essentially what you have here, um, would be what we would traditionally call an adult confirmation class. Okay. So if you traditionally took uh, an adult confirmation class in a Lutheran church, these are the kind of things that, that you're going to study. So we're going to drill into some of the more specific doctrines, uh, the Lutheran emphasis, but really just the, the Christian emphasis, what the, what the church has, has, has uh, confessed and, and preached uh, since, since the time of the apostles. Uh, much of it, unfortunately, was lost. And then first of the Reformation brought a lot of this back to the center. Uh, so uh, this is where you would kind of start, like, if you already had faith, you were already a Christian, but perhaps it was a, of a different, uh, you know, different denomination or something like that, or maybe you hadn't been involved in the in church for a little while, and so you needed to kind of have some some foundational instruction here. So that that's essentially what you're what you're looking at here uh, is something that would be we would call an adult confirmation class. So we're calling this the 103 level because again depending where somebody's coming in you might need somebody to start with just I mean they may have no clue about what the gospel is what's this God thing about you know I've heard of this guy Jesus so then we need 101 like we did that's the message of salvation right the law and then the gospel that's the starting point and then what we just did you may have someone come in with the point of okay uh they they uh they they make a profession of faith or they may even they say, okay, well, I'm not even sure I understand this God thing. How do we know God's real? I don't, I've heard these things about the Bible. Then you'd need the 102 that we just did to, to shore that, that foundation up. So 103, when we look at the doctrines of the church, you understand why we needed to talk about all of those things. And we're going to revisit some of them in the course, but we need to have that foundation of this is the main message God gives us, his law, and then his saving gospel. And this thing is full of scripture references, okay, for the things that we're going to be learning about. Because they're not, it's not just my opinions, it's not another pastor's opinions. This is, the, this is what God's word tells us. So we need to understand that we can trust the Bible, right? That it's God's word if we're going to keep referencing it, okay? So, uh, but again, the word does the work. So a lot of this stuff in here was uh, put together by uh, a pastor friend of mine, uh, Reverend Timothy Dragonmiller of uh, Living Faith in, in Coming. So I do credit him with that. And he's gave me permission to adapt this and, and use it. Uh, but he did a, a lot of the, the research work for this, and he's an incredible uh, pastor, faithful man of God over there, uh, just uh, north of Atlanta. Um, did you guys visit his church before? The Herbs? I'm trying to think if somebody had. Uh, a couple of people from our congregation have. But if you're ever over in that way, you know, uh, I would definitely uh, recommend that the congregation. It's a very, very strong congregation there. Um, and so... Uh, the, uh, so in this course, you'll learn some of the basic teachings of the Christian faith. Again, what we sometimes call an adult confirmation class. We gain insight into the theological underpinnings of not only what would be considered Lutheran theology, but ultimately the teachings of the Bible, the Holy Scripture, uh, the small catechism. Okay, we may give you a little copy of that if you don't have it, uh, but uh, we'll reference that. You know, Luther writes in 1529, the small catechism. Okay, 
And we still use the small catechism as the basic of our teaching because it's an overview of the essential doctrines of the Christian faith, what we call, there's four parts to it, but <clears throat> the, the, the main bulk of it is what we call the six chief parts of faith. And those will all be very clearly, you see, uh, explained in here. So really, this is drawn from the scripture, and then uh, the, the small catechism is a great help to us in understanding uh, those key doctrines of the Bible. Because again, you know, you just give someone a Bible and say, you know, this will answer all your questions. Well, it will, but it's helpful to have teaching and, and hone in on, you know, here are the, here are the key teachings of the, of the scripture. Okay, uh, so that th these are the things that we will we will learn about, and I pray that the Holy Spirit guides you, as it says there in the study guide, uh, by uh, the study of His Word, and that's uh, very important. Um, again. We have this right here in the pews. If you're taking this here, a lot of you bring your own Bibles. Uh, to, you know, bring a Bible to uh, you know, make sure you have a Bible uh, ready because there's lots of scripture to look up in here. Um, everything I've, I've quoted in here is, is, I believe, from the King James Version, um, unless otherwise noted. Um, when, you're, when you're studying the Bible in a doctrinal sense, um, it's very uh, important that you have what's called a formal translation of the Bible. Now, again, some churches will say you can only use the King James. We don't take that position in, in Lutheran Church. Uh, the Lutheran Church often, uh, all the official things in the Missouri Synod now, they quote the ESV, which is a, another great translation, which is a formal translation. And if you're saying, what are you talking about with a, a formal translation? Um, what I'm talking about there is um, where they, they translate the Bible from the original languages, basically um, word for word. Okay. Um, and uh, they may have to add a few English words in there just so it makes sense because you're talking about a different language. But basically, it's, a, it's as close as we can you know, translate from the original text, okay? Uh, rather than um, some translations are what are called dynamic translations where they basically take phrase by phrase and translate it. Uh, and then some are a paraphrase where somebody is basically putting the Bible into their own words, like the message or the living Bible. So those other things can have value, uh, but... When you're studying a lot of specific doctrinal things, uh, I think it's it's definite you need a, a formal translation of the Bible because uh, you're looking at some very specific things, and one word can be very important, can't it? Okay, one word can be very important. Um, so where if you're trying to get the broad message of the Scripture, some of those, I guess we'd say, looser translations can be helpful for understanding the, the broader, the story, and, and you know it flows better because it's, you know, it's not as, as uh, word for word, but when you're getting into a lot of the doctrinal stuff, um, you need to have a formal translation. Now, I've included an appendix in here uh, at the end, and uh, we may look at some of those, but B is a little article that I've written about Bible translations. I kind of summarized it there in two or three minutes, but you may want to check that out about the different translations of the Bible. Uh, because that's another question a lot of people have. Well, there's all these different translations. Which one should I use? Are they all reliable? Are they all good? Because again, there'll be some churches that tell you you have to use, you know, this one translation, and that, and that's it. Okay. So, um, so you might want to read that. Uh, but that that's something you'll definitely need as you, you go through the class. If you're joining us online, you can find some of these online. If you don't have one uh, in, at at home. All right. Then the next page you see there the goals of the course. Uh, the purpose of the course, very simply, this is the dispensation of the fullness of times. He might gather together in one all things in Christ, 
both are which are in heaven, which are on earth, even in him, Ephesians 1.10. So the focus of the course, what are we going to look at? The uniqueness of Christianity. Okay, what, you know, people say, well, all religions are the same. No. In a broad sense, they all are the same except for one. Okay, Christianity. So we're going to see that very clearly, the uniqueness of Christianity. What makes Christianity different than everything else? Again, what, what made the Bible different than all these other people who claim to, to speak for God? Okay, so what makes Christianity unique? Number two, give you a bedrock foundation of the Christian church based on pastor's opinion? No, based on God's word. Based on just a church council as wise as they were? No. What did Luther say? Churches, uh, councils can err. The word of God can never err. Okay. Number three, help make the voyage of life one with living and hope-filled faith. So one that is a living act, not just academic knowledge we store up here and we can spout off some facts, but that we're, we're living out this faith. We're, we're living for the Lord. Okay. The goal of the course to draw us, all of us, to the great message of the cross the resurrection of Christ, so that we may understand that God is the, I don't have my teacher's God, but I'm about 100% sure the word that goes there is the hero, the hero of all life and history. So in the grand story of the universe, who is the hero? God. God is the one who deserves all the credit, the glory and honor. Okay? Uh, so that's the goal. And again, in the goal there, that sounds a little bit like something in our mission statement, doesn't it? The first thing. Preach the gospel of, of Christ crucified and risen from the dead, right? And then, of course, teach the truth of God's word as we're doing. But that's really what it's all about, right? I mean, I would say if you, you know, I, I hate to say you go into a church one day and you make a complete judgment on that because, you know, everybody can have a bad Sunday, I guess. So I'm coming here and it's disaster or the message is bad. But if, if you visited a church for any length of time, let's say for a month, and you're not really hearing about Jesus dying on the cross and rising from the dead. If you're not really hearing that, um, <laughs> it might be time to, to continue looking, okay? Because that's the central message of what this is all about. You know, Christ, it's about Christ. Christ dying for the sins of the world, rising from the dead, defeating sin. And, and that, that is what it's about, okay? So I would, my prayer is that if anybody came here for any one Sunday or one Wednesday, but certainly over a period of time, that is something they would draw very clearly that, what they're singing about, what they're speaking about. This, this is the message. This is the message uh, that, that's at the beating heart. I think we all know each other here uh, pretty well. Uh, we've, we've talked about some of those things, but uh, so we don't need to do that probably uh, as we begin here. Uh, but uh, but uh, I know most of you, at least some of these things. So uh, look at number page four as we just have a couple minutes here to introduce it. Um, there's the table of contents there, what we'll be looking at in the 103 level. Okay, and you can see there, again, a lot of that follows along with uh, the things that we read about uh, explaining in the small catechism. Okay, uh, so that's the content. So next week we'll start with session one, which is the question. You know, so what's the big question about all this? Now, if you turn to the end, I'll just point out the different uh, things in uh, the appendix section. Uh, I think it's on mine, it's on page 48. Uh, is, is A. Uh, I've included some resources in here. Some of these we'll refer to, but just to point these out. Uh, again, we'll go through some of these. We'll talk about the history of the church in either, one of, I think, 105, which is the last one I'm planning on this, 
Uh, but I give a little history of the Reformation uh, for, you know, you guys probably know most of this, but if you're not familiar with it, there it is. Uh, B, I've already mentioned that. That's a few words on Bible translations. You may want to read that one this week. Uh, C is a survey of the Bible. Um, I've just included some, uh, you know, kind of summary, you know, key things about the Bible, uh, you know, summarizing the main groupings of the books and the main teaching of each book, the main idea. Then you've got some important dates here in the Old Testament. Uh, and then you have 12 tribes of Israel. You hear about them. Well, what, what are they and where were they located? Then you see the New Testament there uh, broken down as well. Uh, and then a chart of the 12 disciples. So I don't know about you. I, I made this chart several years ago, but you know, you read all the list of the disciples here, but it can get kind of confusing. Because you know, some of them have diff- the same one has different names and all this, and you don't really hear a lot about some of them and more than others. So I put this chart together several years ago, so maybe that will be helpful to you. Um, Appendix D, again, this is one of the key things of the class. How is Christianity unique? You know, what makes it different than everything else? We're going to talk about that. Uh, a little graphic there in E about the Trinity, trying to understand the Trinity. We're going to talk about that. Creation. Okay, F, what about creation? That's a big question today. So there's some basic uh, information about creation. Prayer. Okay, we talk to God through prayer, right? Well, what are some principles and things I can remember in prayer? That's uh, G. And then H, I've got a list there of further of other resources for further study, if you want to look at those. Uh, as we go forward, again, I'm kind of jumping ahead, I'm just pointing everything out here. And then our guiding principles and values at Christ the King. Our mission statement is there. And those principles, I, I preached on these a little while back. But, okay, that's just the, the, the introduction to the class. So hopefully everybody's excited about it and ready to, to jump into the next level. So, again, keep these safe. Uh, books, bring them back because you'll see they're interactive. You'll be filling in uh, questions, and we'll be looking up Scripture and everything like that as, as we go through and uh, we, we talk about all